Welcome to the Evolution Exchange NHS podcast. At Evolution NHS, we're committed to helping people and NHS organisations realise their potential. The goal is to develop deep relationships with individuals, building trust to make doing business easier. We collaborate with NHS organisations to help them build high-performing digital teams. We achieve this by curating and sharing insights into the ever-evolving NHS digital industry's best practice. So I'm Rose uh, from Evolution Recruitment, and today I'm the host. Uh, I'd love to introduce my first guest on the panel, Kira. Uh, Kira, if you'd like to come in here and let us know who you are uh, and give us a little bit of background on you. Thank you. My name is Kira Foster, and I'm the Business Analyst and Benefits Realisation Officer at um, Digital Knots, working in the digital team for Nottingham and Nottinghamshire Integrated Care System. Um, and just something um, I'm passionate about is offering the exploration, the realisation and the implementation of effective change um, for digital solutions and how this can improve somebody's day-to-day working environment, patient experience throughout the hospital and their family's experience too. Love that. Thank you so much, Kira. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, next up is uh, Rosie. Rosie, if you'd like to do the same. Um, hi, I'm Rosie Atkin. I'm a project and business change manager within um, the digital program that Kira has just sort of explained. We're called Digital Knots and we work across um, Nottingham and Nottingham's integrated care system. Um, and I lead on our programs, digital and social inclusion work stream, as well as um, our technology enabled care work stream. So quite kind of um, varied um roles and um, there's a number of different projects that are embedded within those um and in addition to that i i focus on um sort of uh, managing and supporting um a small team um of individuals which is something that i'm super passionate about um leadership and supporting others in their career progression um is is um, a big thing for me and i'm sure something that we'll go into a, a bit deeper later on Definitely. Thank you, Rosie. And again, to you, thanks for joining me. Um, just expanding on what you've said there, Rosie, um, we're going to start with discuss- discussing the journey so far and how you've emerged as a female leader and the route into the NHF. So do you want to start off and give us some background on how you got where you are? Yes, I'll, I'll try my very best to start. <laughs> um, I have worked within um, the NHS for over nine years now. And um, those nine years have um, kind of been with varied roles. Um, but I suppose before joining the NHS, um, or even really starting on uh, my career journey, I was initially going to go down a um, university path. However, I kind of realised that that wasn't necessarily the right route for me. Um, and so instead, I took up a apprenticeship within Nottinghamshire's local authority under the um, adult social care and health um, department there. And I think that role um, and that apprenticeship and that ability to sort of study whilst also on um, in, in, a, in a job and um, earning money really gave me kind of the skills and experience that I needed to really kind of start me out on my career path within the NHS. And then I suppose in terms of my NHS career, um, something that I do take a lot of pride in is the fact that I've very much worked my way through our kind of um, 
organize, organizational banding structure, I guess. Um, I've been in various kind of key supporting roles, um, then transitioned into sort of managerial roles, and they've been in various different um, sort of um, focus areas, so community health, clinical commissioning, and then um, digital transformation programs, which is what I'm in currently. And I suppose all of those positions that I've I've been in um, and all of those different kind of sectors, um, whilst all health focused, um, have really allowed me to kind of be exposed to new challenges and, and opportunities that have, have ultimately let me grow and, and develop as a as an individual and leader. Um, so yeah, that's my my career journey. Amazing. What what a brilliant answer. Thank you. And it's great to hear how you've got there and the route that you've you've taken. Kira, I'll come to you next if you want to answer the same question. Yep. So um I had a similar um start into the NHS as, as Rosie's just explained. I also didn't go to university at the start of my NHS journey and I did um start by doing an apprenticeship um after I did my A levels, uh, my sixth four put on a bit of a careers lunch, uh, just specifically for apprenticeships, which I thought was really useful. It just gave me a bit of an idea of what else was out there, other than just going to university. As I um, was successful in obtaining an apprenticeship, I then worked through um, some supportive administrative roles which just gave me a bit of an idea as what the NHS could offer in terms of digital, a bit of an insight into how the whole system fit together. Um, and then I was um, successful in obtaining a degree apprenticeship space at place through our organisation. So I um, worked on that for a little bit in those administrative roles and then was able to progress um, to a different team where one of our senior leaders saw a bit of a opportunity to move me to transformation, fit in with um, what I was studying for university in a bit of a niche, which is kind of how I've I've progressed um, to the position that I am now. Throughout that time, I've I've mentored um, colleagues um, and I'm I'm a manager myself now. So I think it's been... um, a real opportunity um, to work in the NHS. It wasn't something that I initially saw myself doing or a route um, that I ever saw my career going in. But I, I feel really um, pleased with the opportunities and, and the risks that I took at the time to take the apprenticeship and to progress the way that I did to, to then be able to um, to work in a team and work with colleagues um, that I do now. Well, that's fantastic. And um, again, very inspiring for both answers. Kira, I'll just come back to you, just mentioning one of the points there that you made about one of the leaders um, that influenced you. I want to move on now to influential characters from the career and how they've helped you get to the point. So is there anyone or is there any kind of figures that you can think of what you want to explain and how they've inspired you? Yeah, I think I've had um, some really inspirational um people around me throughout my whole career, both before I joined the NHS um, and then throughout my journey um, and my career so far. And I think those people that have um, mentored me, line managed me, worked with me, have have crucially listened to what I've had to say, given advice, 
supported and, and just therefore encouraged me to to come out of my comfort zone sometimes when I've resisted a little bit um because I didn't feel like I was ready or comfortable myself but um it just helped me really develop um in the way that I have and and trust myself that I can succeed if I really put my mind to it um I think the encouragement the regular check-ins and the dedicated time that that people have spent with me um has really helped me overcome some barriers uh, that I've, I've struggled with in the past and I think all of those people that I've worked with throughout my whole career um, have have really inspired me to, to kind of want to give back to other up-and-coming individuals, those who may not see the potential in themselves. My senior leader that that mentored me and coached me at the time, she's um, she is a real inspiration um, and a lot of my opportunities that I've taken and that I continue to take are thanks to her um, and I feel really privileged that I've been able to work with her and and, and learn so much from her and, and hopefully will continue to take as much as I can in terms of learning from her going forward too. Well, fantastic. It's lovely to hear. Uh, I'm sure that that individual will uh, be pleased too. I'm thinking it's the person that put you both forward for this podcast. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, Alex. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Alex, <laughs> yeah. Um, she's recently done a podcast um on women in digital so she put us forward for this so um really inspired me um to to be the best person that I can and, and to work hard to, to achieve the things that I have achieved and for her to put us forward for this podcast I think was really lovely um for us to get a, a chance to talk about how how well we've done definitely agree it says volumes obviously um, Rosie, I'll come to you with the same question about anyone that's inspired you, if you wanted to go from, from there. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to be um, following very much similar themes to what Kira has just said, but um, I, I too have been super lucky and privileged really to have had people within my personal life um, and also along my, my career journey that I have ultimately championed me and put my name forward for opportunities that I wouldn't necessarily put my name forward for myself um due to obviously just not necessarily um believing it in, in myself and my own abilities um and it's taken others to kind of um be that sort of um shouting voice for me to say yeah no you can do this and that actually um, your your skill set and your knowledge is is ripe for a, a role and you should really go forward for it. Um, I mean, I think remembering back from when I first joined Digital Not, so I joined on a secondment opportunity and that was put forward to me by um, my manager at the time um, and she she just believed in the, the thought and the fact that I could do the role within um, Digital Knots. And then obviously similar to, to Kira, um, Alexis has been um, quite a key figure within um, my kind of career journey and, and path within our programme team um, and have put me in um, various different sort of uh, tasks that have um, very much taken me outside of my comfort zone. She regularly loves to remind me of um, various different activities that um, I've done and just 
really kind of reflect, I suppose, on when actually I was first carrying out a piece of piece of work to um, how it made me feel sort of running with that and then actually reflecting on it once it's been completed and and recognizing no actually I, I did that and I could do that and yeah she's been a, a fantastic advocate um for for females um coming into the NHS NHS and um wanting to go into leadership positions and I think all of the all of the characters and and women and and men that I've had in in my kind of career journey have really kind of instilled in me that perspective of they've done that for me. I've been um, lucky enough to have people champion um, me as an individual. And that's something I'm hugely passionate about now for um, those that I support from a managerial perspective or just even as colleagues. Um, I think it's it's a huge thing to have one another's kind of back within um our, our careers and um yeah absolutely it's um a, a big passion of mine and I was really thankful to to go on to a leadership and development course to kind of put that knowledge um and learning um in into practice and having those kind of qualifications and um real in-depth and this understanding of managerial sort of techniques and um, things to to be able to obviously offer that and provide that out wider to to those that I work with. Brilliant! Well, what a fantastic opportunity to to build on there and the skills that you've gained. Sometimes you do just need someone to give you a push, don't you? Uh, if you don't see yourself, okay, Rob, you put your hands up. Do you want to add something? Yeah. Just kind of um, second, really, what Rosie's just said um, about recognising um, that just having somebody believe in you can lead to so many opportunities and, and just having that confidence built in yourself. Um, and I just think it's really important. It's one of those really important and key characteristics that you see in people, um, that a leader may not just be that person who manage you um and you go to to book annual leave and um take advice from but it's that person who whether they are friends family colleagues or your line manager that really just installs that belief um to tell you that you can achieve and you have the capability to achieve and that i think is a really good characteristic of of a good strong leader Agreed. Excellent point. Um, we are coming to the end already. Uh, we'll, we'll finish with any advice that you, you want to give to those aspiring leaders. So, Rosie, I'll come back to you on this one. Yeah, so I think um, the biggest piece of advice from me is don't necessarily worry about what path it is that you're taking. There isn't one size that fits all. One journey isn't right, one journey isn't wrong. Um, I think I'm a real believer in um, everything kind of happens for a reason. I know that sounds really cliche, but everything kind of does happen for a reason. And if you are committed and, and um, wanting to kind of work hard and work your way through, people will see that in you and um, will obviously, um, as, as we've been lucky enough to have been champion, champion you in your, your work. So, um, I think, yeah, don't necessarily worry about what path it is that you go down. Um, you'll get to where it is that you want to be if you um, obviously are dedicated and put that work in. 
Brilliant. Thank you, Lindsay. Any advice from you, Karen? Yeah, mine would be um, to listen. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I've learned um, going through my career and um, progressing is to listen to the people around you. Um, they get a good judge of character of who you are, what you're capable of just by observing your workload, your capacity, your dedication. Um, and to really just um, take on board all of the support that you're being given from experts in their field. Um, it doesn't matter who you are, what banding you are, what role you've got in the team. Everybody's got a voice and everybody's got um, experience of different things. I think it's really important to just embrace everybody as as a team, as a family, um, and I think that was that's one of the biggest things that I've learned. Um, just encourage each other, motivate, support. We're all there for one another, and don't be afraid to take new risks. The opportunities I've taken, the things I've said yes to, they they did frighten me. I was a bit afraid. Like this podcast, um, it's a big thing. Um, I was super nervous, but just the opportunities um, and the experience, they all help to help you to grow and develop as a person. Um, so, so don't be afraid to say yes. Brilliant. Love that. Thank you very much. Do you, either of you, do you want to add anything at all? Any points to go to all today or do you think it happened to done? Yeah, I'm yeah. happy just to say thank you for the opportunity uh, for letting us do it. Well, I'm no worries. It's okay. Thank you for joining me. Um, before we end here, I'd love to say thank you very much to you both for sharing your thoughts in today's conversation. I'm sure it will inspire those coming into the NHS. Once again, those listening, the guests have been Rosie and Kira. Uh, if you're hiring for a new technical role or looking for a new role, feel free to get in touch with us here at Evolution. Or if, if you or anyone that you know would like to be featured in the podcast, let me know and then drop me a message. So I'm Rob Sullivan. You can find me on LinkedIn or email me at rose.sullivan at evolution-contract.co.uk. Thank you to you both again. And we hope you can join us next time. Enjoy the listening.